Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. So tragic, um, and it has really captured the attention of the country. The shooter was 84 years old, and he shot unarmed 16-year-old for ringing his doorbell. Um, he says he thought he was about to be robbed. I know you already have a high rate of gun violence in Kansas City, but what is this particular tragedy meant? To me, it says several things, and one of those was mentioned just a moment ago by Vice President Pence in the interview. I think that actually it is this culture of fear and paranoia that's drummed up by some, including politicians like the former vice president, who mention it almost in a way as if it's an excuse for this type of action. This was in the safest neighborhood of Kansas City, or one of our safest neighborhoods, and this was a man who in his statement to the police said, I was scared of this, in essence, large black person outside of his door. He thought the child was six feet tall, he's only 5'8". He thought he was a threat. He was on the other side of two locked doors. This is the sort of thing that happens when you have this culture of paranoia and fear that's being drummed up by politicians and some in the media. And of course, this fetishization, I've said before, of guns. More stand your ground laws, more laws that say you should use your gun and have it absolutely everywhere. Just to button up what you were saying in terms of culture of fear, can't both things be true that there is too much anxiety and uh, manipulation of fear at the same time, there is a legitimate concern about rising crime. Uh, you know, both can be true, but I don't think that's the actual situation now. I mean, think about the fact that, and you hear certain political figures who talk about cities that are fundamentally safer than actual cities in their own mm -hmm. state. Often this is kind of the Governor DeSantis bashing of New York City, which is much yeah. safer than a lot of the largest cities in the state of Florida. I right. think this is in many ways fully drummed up, and it's part of getting people more guns, getting them more afraid, okay. and I don't think it in any way relates to the data on the ground each day. Okay. Finally. It's here. It's here. It's finally here. Monday. Yep. Nothing to get excited about. Mondays suck. Well, well, look at you. Back at it, huh? Another day, another dollar. Work. 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 Waits for no one. Let's get back. Let's get back to it. Let's get this show on the road. It's showtime. Everything's running smoothly. My name's Hartzell, and this right here, it's your KC Mofo Show, baby! What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Monday to the KC Morning Hose Draft Week, NFL Draft Week in KC. Godspeed to you sitting in traffic. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to check some of this out and get some pics, all that stuff. You know, when they welcome everybody to the draft and say, we are live here in Kansas City, home of your world champion, Kansas City Chiefs. That's pretty cool. Admittedly, pretty, pretty cool. On the show today, as we kick off the draft week in KC, Rashida Phillips back on your KC morning show, the executive director over at the American Jazz Museum. They are throwing a 12-hour jam session on Thursday, first day of the NFL draft from 9 until 9. Over at the Blue Room, we're going to talk all about it. After that, we wrap with my brother, Teddy Trice. Do some music on a Monday with Teddy Trice on your KC Morning Show. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. K 
Kansas City. I love you. Back in your feeds tomorrow, myself and Professor Harvey K taking back America, reminding you that left is in fact best. That's all I got. A good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Absolutely. That's just what you do, KC. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet. The KC Morning Show. Back on your KC Morning Show, back by standing ovation, Rashida Phillips, the executive director at the American Jazz Museum. It is NFL Draft Week in Kansas City, and this is what the American Jazz Museum is doing, y'all. I'm so excited. Kicking off draft day this Thursday, a 12-hour jam session at the Blue Room, calling it the Jazz Draft. Here to break it down, Rashida Phillips, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Are you going to be performing? That is my first question. I got to know. Ooh, Hartzell. I don't know. I might just jump up there and, and blow a tune or two. <laughs> My friend, it has been a little bit since I have been to the museum. I'm going to fix that this week. And it's been a little bit since we have chatted. So why don't you give us some updates? How has everything been down at the American Jazz Museum? Absolutely. Well, you know us at the Jazz Museum, we haven't slowed down a beat. Between the museum and our wonderful exhibits, the gym theater, we've had some concerts on, and of course our world-famous Blue Room. This is still our 25th anniversary year. You know, we've been around since 1997. We want to celebrate loud and proud how important the community is to us, how important these artifacts at our museum to us. And you know, icons like Charlie Parker, those are our hometown heroes, and so we always want to celebrate them every day. We do have a wonderful 25th anniversary exhibit happening right now through the end of the month, Sound and Story, which is really a wonderful look back and look forward to all of the things that have been happening at the Jazz Museum over the years. We've got performance, we've got exhibitions, we've got a little bit of research in there from time to time, and of course we have education. And so there's really something for everybody to see in the exhibit and come celebrate with us through the end of April. I can say that April is Jazz Appreciation Month, although we appreciate jazz every single day here there at the museum do. and in the district, of course. But this particular month, we're really proud to have the draft jam coming up this Thursday. As you mentioned, it is a 12-hour continuous jam session that we'll have in our Blue Room. Just because, again, we want to showcase the best of Kansas City jazz. We know it's an identity marker for us. We know we not only have a history of it, but we have a present-day living history of it, too. And so if you've got an act, if you've got a song to sing, come on down on Thursday and jump on the stage with some wonderful bands that we'll be featuring. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Other things going on, we just wrapped up our Jamming at the Gym concert series. Big, big features of Grammy-nominated or Grammy-winning artists that included folks like Najee, Eric Roberson, Artemis, and also the San Francisco Jazz Collective. Those folks are world talent. And so it's always just such a pleasure for us to feature them here on our gym theater concert stage and just again celebrate the world talent that jazz and jazz connected music brings women in jazz month was march 
Again, we always think about these months, but really we celebrate women in jazz every single day. And so we are always excited to uphold women and their role in the music and their role in the education of the music. And really excited to continue to feature things like that in our education programs. Jazz Academy, where we help those youngsters get together and collaborate with each other. And even Jazz Storytelling, which is the first Friday of every month. We invite folks to come in and jam and have a story along with us in our atrium. So there's never really a dull moment that's happening here. This is why I love having you on the show, because I think I'm pretty, you know, well-versed in the programming over at the uh, at the Jazz Museum. Even then, I just learned something like I missed Artemis and I'm upset about that. I can't believe that I let that happen. Well, number one, you're in the historic 18th and Vine Jazz District. I'm thinking also this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. This is, like you said, Jazz Appreciation Month and the anniversary of the museum itself. And what a great opportunity and a great time to have all these eyes on Kansas City, on the American Jazz Museum, the significance of that. Absolutely. You know, there was a real heyday, of course, here in Kansas City around the Depression wasn't so depressed here in town as folks participated in all of the, the debauchery and all of the drinks and, and, and the great music of the time. But we really know that music is uplifting and it really helps carry all of us through, including community and again, the great talent that we have from our streets and into the soil. And so we want to continue that tradition forward. We know that jazz lives. That's our tagline here. And we know that we want to continue to present it more and more each day. And as Kansas City continues to become more and more of a world-class city, we've got a great new airport. We've got a wonderful stadium being built downtown for our women's soccer team. You know, we've got buildings going up left and right. We know World Class City has wonderful arts and culture organizations, has wonderful educational opportunities, great entertainment, great food, all of that. And so we know you can get all of that here in the 18th and Vine Jazz District. We are proud to be here on the east side, really proud to stand for what the city really stands for and the symbolism of all the best that Kansas City can offer. I'm super excited. You said you haven't been here in a little bit of time, but you know, we got 12 hours that you could be here on Thursday. So you can get it in there and catch yourself up on this coming Thursday with our jazz jam session. Folks like Charles Williams, who is a wonderful pianist in town, will be here. Chloe McFadden, who carries on that wonderful mm -hmm. family McFadden tradition, Lonnie McFadden's daughter. We've got the great world famous Bobby Watson, who will be showing up on our stages as well. We've got to have Bobby. Amen. That's right. Folks like Angela Ward, as I mentioned, women really doing their thing, really wonderfully representing the town. And some young folks who are coming up either from UMKC in that program, some youngsters from Central Middle School Jazz Band, and then closing it out, 8.30 until 9.30, we've got Ernest Chalice in Houston. These young men are the future of jazz. They come with their horns, they blow us out of our seats, and they really show us what jazz is all about in the present day. And so there's something for everyone. We will be excited to start at 9 a.m. in the morning. We will have coffee and Kahlua. Oh, stop <laughs> it some more. Yeah, let's do it. So 9 until 10 a.m. we have Clint Ashlock, who's with the Kansas City Jazz Orchestra. Fantastic trumpet player. He's going to kick us off. We've got Brant Jester Trio. He's from UMKC. He'll get us going from about 10.30 until 11.30. At noon until 1, we have the great Charles Williams, who is a fabulous pianist, and he happens to be on our board of directors, and so we are so lucky to have him. From 2 until 3 o'clock, we've got Chloe McFadden, again, carrying on the great McFadden tradition with her 
outstanding vocals and outstanding talent from that family. 3.30 until 4.30, we've got Central Middle School Jazz Band. There's some youngsters that can really groove, and so we want to give them a bit of the stage, too, with Jackie Meter's Quartet helping to support them as well that hour. From 5 until 6.30, that's prime time for us. That is the great Bobby Watson, saxophonist extraordinary. And so he is a must catch during the day. Seven to eight o'clock, we've got the Angela Ward Quartet. Angela Ward is a fabulous piano player. Her family is a whole musical family because we've got great folks here in Kansas City from these powerful musical families. And then from 8.30 until 9.30, we've got Ernest, Chalice, and Houston, those great youngsters who are saxophonists and trumpet players to again, blow us out through the night. And that will end at about 9.30. Now throughout there, this is a jam session. So if you can play your horn and you can bring your acts or bring your vocals, bring them because we will have sign-up sheets for folks to join in with the band throughout the entire day. What a wonderful and welcoming way, especially if it's been a little bit since you've been down to 18th and Vine or since you've hung out with the Jazz Museum. Just what a great way to reconnect with your city, Rashida. This is just awesome. The press has been incredible. This is, I guess, the calm before the storm. How's everybody feeling? Oh my gosh, we are excited. We've got that jittery excitement going on here, spruiking up our facility. We've got free tickets on Eventbrite if you want to go there and get in on a ticket. Of course, it's a wide open free event. You don't have to have a ticket. I can tell you already, folks are buying them up on Eventbrite. And so we're looking forward to folks joining us throughout the day. And of course, our museum will be open. So please come in and check out our exhibits. Please come in and check out our 25th anniversary exhibit. Now is the time to catch it through the end of April. And we are just super excited, of course, with our neighbors, the Negro League Baseball Museum, Black Men America Archives, Mutual Musicians Foundation, Soiree, and so many more. You know, UNESCO artists that are showing up on stage and folks like Angela Ward. We've got something for everybody. So the district is quiet, but I can feel the hum beneath the sidewalks. Last question for you, Rashida, and you kind of touched on it just a little bit ago. Big plans in the future. What are they? I feel like something is really special happening, not just in Kansas City, but specifically in that historic 18th and Vine, led in large part by you, my friend. The future is bright. We know that. But maybe give us a tease or two. Maybe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We've got a lot of development happening down here. But every time we hit summer, it's a wonderful time to get involved with all of the community and all of the happenings here. First Friday, start again outside in the street. Wonderful street fair with music. We've got summer third Thursdays that are happening July through September. That means every third Thursday of the month, we've got free admission to the museum. A beautiful concert out back on our back pavilion where we party into the night. And of course, we have In the Yard, which is really an annual community big concert event where we celebrate the legacy of Charlie Parker around his birthday at the end of August. And then we invite the community to just come on out and groove and jam with us. And so we'll have a wonderful act that's featured on our main stage and wonderful local bands, too. So look out for more announcements about that soon. Rashida Phillips, the executive director at the American Jazz Museum this Thursday, alongside the NFL Draft. We are jamming out with the Jazz Museum, a 12-hour jam session. It is the Jazz Draft at the Blue Room from 9 until 9. Rashida, congratulations. Continue success. You can come back on the show, please, especially once I see you just crush it on stage on Thursday. I'm going to manifest this. Absolutely. You know I will.
child is unorthodox, but effective. The Casey Morning Show. She gave me love so sweet. Make a man fall down to his knees. Give me love is like a breeze. When it rustles in the leaves, she got soul. When she give me sugar, you know you melt me. Stick and butter, oh yeah. That's why I call her sweet love. Teddy Trice, my brother, on the KC Morning Show. He's an actor, he's a singer, songwriter, artist. That's what he is. He is an artiste. He's got music out this week. He spent the last year in Australia doing a show there. What was it? Come From Away? Come From Away. Yes, He's sir. also just getting done off Broadway. He was in the Book of Mormon. Teddy Trice, also a KC native, making us proud every single day and sounding so sweet, might we add. My brother, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be on this morning, especially with somebody that I've known since we were little tykes at the Coterie. Look at us now. What year was that, Teddy? Was that 2010? That was 2011. There it is. 2011. We had the honor of being in that first run of The Wiz over at the Coterie the Theater. Wiz. Now you're family. You stuck with me now. Hey, there could be worse families to be in. <laughs> <laughs> Are so damn talented, my brother. Tell me about how everything has been. Fill us in. The last two years, we know it's been nuts for everybody. Tell these folks about you. Yeah, man. I'm sure a lot of people in the artistic community know everybody is so tight-knit in the Kansas City theater community, arts community in general, and I, I miss the community every day. I'm currently in New York City. And yeah, the last few years have been a just a, a wild one. So before the pandemic, I was doing the Book of Mormon in Australia for two years. And then I jumped on to the U.S. tour for a year. And that was all of 2019. And then my wife and I, we moved to New York in the beginning of 2020, jumped on to the Broadway show of the Book of Mormon. I had my Broadway debut. It lasted for maybe two weeks. Then the pandemic hit. World turned upside down. And um, I was sort of in the same boat as everybody, just trying to figure out what the next move was going to be. Was able to, you know, focus a lot on myself, what I wanted. That helped me focus more on the music side of things. And then in the middle of 2021, I was cast in Come From Away, which is also a Broadway musical based off the aftermath of 9-11 and all the generosity of the Canadian people who helped all the diverted uh, planes after the attacks and just a really heartwarming, uplifting show. So I did that for about seven months and then came back to New York, back to the Book of Mormon. So COVID took me out and then it brought me back in. And now I'm I'm releasing my debut EP, Soul in 92, this coming Friday. And I'm super excited about it. What a run, brother. What a run. For you, the goal has always been, I'm sure maybe your entire life, to be on Broadway. And then, yeah. like you said, to have it for two weeks and then have it taken away. I mean, what was yeah. that like? You know, it was, it was quite surreal because like in one moment, I'm realizing a dream come true. And then literally a few days later, it's like, we're not coming back. And I actually, I I had to get all my stuff from the dressing room like a week later. And I just remember Times Square just being a ghost town. It was like, I am legend. It was, it was something that only you would see in a movie. But I think a lot of people had to make necessary pivots in their career and they either left the city or they switched jobs. And I never felt like I was going to be leaving the industry. It was just a matter of like, what fulfills me outside of being on stage or, or without an audience. And I think that's when I, 
was able to reflect and, you know, start writing again, or at least start writing more frequently. It's something that I think everybody had to deal with, but artists in general, you just have to be so resourceful and creative. And if you have to work that nine to five to get you where you need to be, that's what you have to do. And everybody's path is so unique during this period. And, and hopefully we're starting to round the corner and get back to artists getting back to work and just having a lot more confidence and autonomy in the in the work that they're making. So sweet. Make a man fall down to his knees. Give me love. like a breeze. Yeah. When it bustles in the leaves, she got so she gave me sugar. You know you found me like a stick and butter. Oh yeah. That's why you call it sweet love. I am so happy that you have doubled down on this. Some folks say that we, we doubled down on crazy. <laughs> you, your folks, your friends, the people in your company, you are helping us get to that, in air quotes, new normal or just, right. just getting back to life. And you know, it's so interesting. I mean, what, what are all the things that we were turning to during the pandemic? It was books, movies, music, arts. Anything creative, when we were at home, we were turning to these things as comfort, as solace, as entertainment. And... I think now as we're as we're making our way out, they're more important than ever. And um, I think tapping into the human experience and tapping into all those emotions, it's such a cathartic, therapeutic experience for everyone. And then when you're talking about live theater, or you're talking about live gigs as performing music, you get to share in that together. It's essential for me. And I applaud all the essential workers. I think what artists do, being able to heal a community, I think is essential work as well. How's your family doing? I know they're proud of you. Oh, I, I, yeah. And I know opening night, no matter where you are, you can hear them screaming. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, I, t- I talk to my folks every day, pretty much. My mom, she's always like, you know, I can be your manager, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling everybody at the job. I'm telling every. I'm like, hey, mom, any publicity is, is good publicity. So. so tell us about this project now. You got a little bit of time yeah. that you, uh, you know, you're not taking too much of a break. You're still working. Yeah. So Solar 92 is my debut EP and basically the title is a play on the music that I make and also the fact that I was born in 92 and it explores the themes of my hometown roots. Kansas City is such a um, fiber of my being. Anywhere I go, I'm taking it with me. And so that's definitely a prominent theme on the album, talking about my successes, any future successes. Those unknowns that we talked about is definitely sprinkled in there and also ultimately finding your true purpose. And it asks the question, what motivates you each day to be the greatest version of yourself? And I tackle those themes through soul, blues, funk, R&B, and it takes you for a ride. And I'm very much a process journey oriented person. Every step of the way is something that I learned from. And so you definitely get an insight to those things on this particular project. And I got musicians from all over the world. So when I was in Australia, I used a lot of the musicians that I was working with on the project. Also, I've got singers and I've got one of my good friends, Vic Govindarajan, who is also a Kansas City native. We went to school together. He plays keys on one of the tracks. Yeah, it's a very eclectic group of people on this. I'm 
pretty hyped for it. So what was the answer to that question that you're posing to all of us? What's that answer for you? What is it that keeps you going? Over here throwing out yeah, questions well, to us, the audience, Teddy Trice. Oh, no, <laughs> I love that. Well, I think for me is whenever you set out to do something, I'm going to speak for myself. My goal is to be one of the best. Whatever that means for you, you want to tackle it with all your heart, with all your soul. And I don't want to leave anything on the table. And so that motivates me. I also motivated to make my city proud. I'm, I'm motivated to make my family proud. And also one of the songs is called Whatever It Is. It talks about, I don't know necessarily what the roadmap is, but I know the type of legacy that I want to leave behind. And I know what I want to be remembered for, because a lot of these things that you put down, people will hold on to for a long time, long after you're you're gone. So if I'm able to put something out into the world that I'm incredibly proud of, then, you know, I feel like I can rest easy and make the world a little bit better. Also, just being able to collaborate with so many amazing artists that I respect, that challenges and helps me. It's definitely a big motivating factor. Teddy Tricey is a singer, songwriter, actor, performer. He does it all. He's an artist. And right now, he's got music on the way. Soul in 92, the EP out this Friday, and we got a track that we're going to play right now. Teddy Trice, yes. what is this we about to hit play on? So this is just Roll, and so this is the lead single off of the EP. This is just a fun, funky, soul joint about falling in love, and you know, when you see that person that catches your eye, you uh, you just want to sing about it. You can dance to it, roll with your windows down, and, and just roll. A song for the sprung. That's what Teddy Trice just gave you, Kansas That's right. City. That's what that is. My brother, Teddy, I appreciate you. I love you. Love you, too. Plug those handles. Yes, sir. So Soul in 92 comes out this Friday. If you're in New York, I've got some things coming up, potential shows. Got to keep it a little bit under wraps. You know, you still fine-tuning some details, but uh, hit up your boy when you come to New York City. We've got to hit play on this. Teddy Trice on your KC Morning Show. My man, we'll chat soon. Have a good one, my man. You know her when you see her Walking that way With those waist high jeans Like you got some place to be Ooh, yeah That hair looks like an ocean Wavy as can be Making brothers wanna testify And bring them to their knees All I wanna know is girl, did you wake up like that? All I wanna know All I wanna know is Is you giving people heart attacks? All I wanna know All I wanna know Is can I put my number in your phone? Cause you got that junk and I got that funk And I've been looking for you, babe And ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing Cause I think about you every day So why can't we just roll together? Why can't we just roll together? I'ma take you to the hometown for a special day. Uh. Let's ride around my neighborhood just so we can play. Oh yeah. I come from K A N S A S C I T Y. I'ma show you how we do it, girl. Cause you know we stay fly. All I wanna know. 
All I wanna know is, girl, did you wake up like that? All I wanna know, all I wanna know is, is you giving people heart attacks? All I wanna know, all I wanna know is, can I put my number in your phone? Because you got that junk and I got that funk and I've been looking for you, babe. It ain't nobody gonna tell me nothing because I think about you every day. So why can't we just roll? Together, why can't we just roll together? Yeah. 